0: Let me see you close your mouth just keep it close all right well you know that's impossible no no no, now keep it close you know that's impossible i'm the greatest and i'm knocking out all those and if you get too small i'll knock you
1: out everybody stop talking now attention i told you all of my critics i told you all that i was the greatest of all time On a beat sunday listen i told you today i'm still the greatest of all time never again Defeat me, never again say that I'm going to be defeated, never again make me the underdog until I'm about 50 years old. Right. Then you might get me. Uh, What's up everybody and welcome to the Ozone? Live from Korea Town. This is Omar Miller at Omar Miller on Twitter and at Omar Benson Miller on Instagram. And I'm here with my brother from the same mother, Terry Miller icons at Instagram. Oh, oh that's good. I, I thought you were the greatest. That's what I, uh, I thought you were the greatest. What not, when it comes to the handles, I don't got it. Uh, my handles are suspect. That's why I play defense. Uh, there you go. It's, a, it's <laughs> at icons. You can follow my brother at E Y E C O N Z or Zed if you are from London town. So we got a beautiful show for you today. I know, me, myself, I want to speak on a lot of stuff. We started this show off with the champ, uh, with the self proclaimed, and then made everyone a believer, greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali rest in power champ he has passed away and has left this earth and he's left the earth a better place and he found it uh we're gonna we're gonna speak about the champ we're gonna speak about the french open novak Djokovic gave it to him serena williams having a hard time getting over right. the hump we gotta we got a lot of things to speak on but unfortunately we gotta speak on the nba finals Unfortunately. And, and I'm I ashamed say, of myself. I, I, and I, I say unfortunately because— I blame it on Omar. They Blame <laughs> it on me because I led people astray. I, I feel like the false prophet right now. I was. The, I'm very disappointed in uh, the Cavs. That was very, very disgusting. Dis- disgusting. You can't even speak. It's so bad. And it. you know what's crazy is that I'm disappointed in the Cavs, and I hate to say this, but I'm actually disappointed in LeBron James. Yeah. I mean— I, I, I don't understand. In the first game, they can let's bring recap. you down. No, they they, bring oh, they bring you down. There's yeah. no doubt about it. But uh, you got J.R. Smith out there who looks like he decided to bake right before the game. <laughs> I mean, he is literally brain dead out there. Yeah, and and you know, w- let's let's just recap where we are. It's two to nothing as of this recording for the Golden State Warriors for the defending champion Golden State Warriors. And they're looking great, and they look so confident, yeah. and they look like they're having so much fun and they're heading to Cleveland which you feel like they couldn't care less about where they play they at this point they could beat the Cavs in Cleveland on Mars in Antarctica you set up a hoop at a Nerf hoop and they're gonna run them on live you know you know, <laughs> doesn't, <laughs> doesn't matter you know they're looking great and the Cavaliers are looking horrible yeah it's, it is X-Nay on the Cavs <laughs> it's a bad bad situation I just can't understand to me Coach Lou has to share the blame here. He does. All of the players do. And somewhere in Turkey, David Blatt is living high on the hog. (laughs) David Blatt got paid the rest of his salary, and he probably put the entire $10 million on the Golden State Warriors to win this series. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Because, you know, they fired a coach who won 75% of his games, which is unheard of. And but he didn't have the players' respect, though. He did not have the players' respect. And then what we see happen was it seemed like Tyron Lue was able to come in and write the ship because these guys ran through the Eastern Conference in the second half of the season, and then they ran through the Eastern Conference in the playoffs. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think that the layover has something to do with that? No. No, if anything, and you can, you know, check the last podcast – I felt like the layover was actually going to help the Cavs because LeBron James, when you look at his numbers, he has an extra two-plus seasons on his body from just from playoff wear and tear. That's a true story. And so having an extra few days off I can with, with world-class treatment, I can only see that being a positive. Yeah, I can't make any excuses for what I'm seeing on my TV tube. In game one... It's just a lack of adjustments. And I, I'm going to go as far as to say, in the words of Mark Jackson, it's a lack of effort. <laughs> and, you know the East Coasters talk about effort, and this is what's going on. I don't see, I don't see the Cavs caring enough. I right. don't see enough heart. I don't see enough pride. Last year in the finals, honest to God, those guys had pride, and and there was three guys in particular who really wanted to win last year. Right, King James, Della Vadova. Delhi, Delhi really wanted Deli to win had last nice year. D-less. Nice night. D. He did, I'm not mad at Delhi. Delhi's giving you what Delhi can give. Honestly, you. at this point, I would shake it up and put Delhi in the starting lineup. At and this sick point, Kyrie. I'm, not, I'm not. I can't start. You can't ca- go that. No, far, no, I huh? can't go that far. Yeah, I'm let's go, go that far. Let's go, go that far. I, it can't get any worse. We're 0 2. And he, lost, and he lost by 30 plus. That had to be the worst loss in finals history last night. I don't know if it's official, but that that's they the didn't, worst loss I've Losing by 30. I think it was like 25. Well, then then those guys who got the lead down need to start. Right. But if it was me. Uh, I was having a conversation uh, uh, with a friend of the Ozone that used to go by the handle Next Victim, and uh, he actually had something wise to say for once, and he was (laughs) about sports. It seemed like he actually watched this series, and he was saying, he was talking about how Richard Jefferson was doing everything he could last night to win, and I really believe that he did. Yeah, he was diving for balls. He was doing all the dirty grunge work. And he was also to the rack. He was finishing. He was fouling guys and not giving up an easy layup like everybody else. Right. If, I even saw him check a couple people coming through the key. I saw him stab a guy. <laughs> I, the rest didn't see it. Hey man, don't don't say it. Short blade, though. No, <laughs> okay, there wasn't okay, much okay. blood. Okay. Uh and so so I would go with I would go with Mo Williams. You haven't even had a Mo Williams sighting. You could go with Mo Williams. You could go with Kyrie at the two. What about team of? You could go with yeah, I'm trying to can I get through the and so, so because Mozgov wanted to win last year in the, the finals. finals then he was a but, problem. But I would go with King James at the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would go with Tristan Thompson. And, and I would go with Mozgov. Or I substitute Mozgov out and I go with Richard Jefferson in there. I go Kyrie Irving at the one, King James at the two, Richard Jefferson at the three, Tristan Thompson, 90, 50, 40, and then come back with Channing Fry. See, now this is where you lose me because Tristan Thompson looks terrible. He's playing hard though. I, don't, I didn't I don't, see that. I didn't even see the effort out there. I saw, the oh, no. I saw the effort. I saw the effort. He even had a couple he nah, B. Nobby. Nobby. Nah, you think he's garbage, son? He's garbage. Son. Come on, B. Either way it goes, the whole team is garbage. Yeah, but Tristan Thompson, man, this dude is too big to be out there playing soft like that. He's got it, a- Especially when he's got so much size over Draymond Green. Come on, man. I mean, nobody's punishing anybody. With unless your And let's uh, ooh, <laughs> on camera, <laughs> everybody's watching. And I tell you, let, let's talk about a, another friend of the Ozone. It's Kevin Love. Yeah, Kevin Love has disappeared. His post moves look non-existent he when he gets the ball in in the post. Last night on the back of the head, he did get tapped, and I hope the young man doesn't develop CTE behind that. Right, but this is where LeBron usually wakes up. If somebody gets hurt, then LeBron turns it up a notch. But you know when he's not hurt, when it, when he can pass the ball, it's almost like he needs somebody to get hurt or something tragic to happen before he turns it up to level ten. Last year, when he put up those retarded video game numbers on the on the Warriors in the finals, stupid. Never seen anything like it. Uh, when he put those numbers up, that's when I became a believer. That's when I, when that's when I moved to Believeland because <laughs> this dude put up numbers that I've never seen, and his effort was through the roof. And I expected that from him in the finals. I've been watching him throughout the playoffs, and I thought, ah, he's he's reserving his energy because yeah, he he's knows Biden they this don't t- need Biden that. Time. Exactly, he's giving me Joe Biden, mm-hmm. and then and instead he gave me Joe the Plumber because when he when he showed up in Golden State in Game One. In game one, when he showed up, he must have passed out of the key 10 times when he's right next to the basket. I don't understand why teams get caught up in the three-point game. That they Just because it's it's cute. It's you, sexy. You pointed it out last night because in the first three, what is it, three to five minutes. The when first they were, three when, minutes. Yeah, when they were missing all those. in and 15 yeah. seconds. They didn't score till 923 or something like that. Missing the Warriors all those three. didn't even score. Missing all those threes. Instead of them going in and getting easy layups, they went and shot threes with them. If we're playing a team, and I'm talking about on the rec league on Sundays, if we are playing a team that we know can light it up from outside and we hold them scoreless for almost three minutes, we got to be up 10-0. Got to be. And it's a lot of work to come back. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that, that puts them in a position to have to shoot more threes. Yeah. And if, you, and if you can put defense on them and slow them up a little bit, you get even more rebounds, which can lead to even more easier buckets. Which leads me to say it's almost as if Tyron Lue and the rest of the guys got caught up at the strip club in Toronto And did not watch the Oklahoma City Thunder series against the Warriors. Because to me, the Thunder gave the NBA the blueprint on how to beat the Warriors. Right. Uh, And yet... They, they they just didn't know how to close, which was an epic, you know, uh, they they fell apart. Well, it's another problem, too, because w- Russell Westbrook fell into the same trap, it looks like, that Kyrie Irving is falling into. Is that the one-on-one game, you know, where you're going to teach Steph Curry a lesson and show and him— And you're not going to yeah. teach Steph Curry anything. He's the best offensive weapon in the league right now, so give him that. I but, can't, I can't but, front, and but, LeBron but I can't both, front anymore. Yeah, but both sides of the ball, come on, dude. Let's play both sides of the ball, and then that's where you have a complete player, and that's the difference in the game. You know, But if you're going to sit there and try to match three-pointers with him, then you're going to lose. You're going to lose. You're going to lose if you try to match three-pointers with them because at any given time, they got four guys on the on the court that can hit you from behind the strike. Right. Well, I live with Draymond shooting threes. I will, too, if you actually get a hand up. I mean, Draymond shot front rim, back rim, off the glass. And he, then they he, don't get the boards. And then they don't get the boards. And then you got such terrible defense, you got one cut and open. They have decided they're gonna crash on Clay and Steph and trap them. And so then you get Iggy off of one cut across the lane, wide open for a dunk. Right. Come on, dude. And then you have the, you know, they're double teaming LeBron off the before he even touches the ball. So, you know, you gotta You got to hit your open shots, J.R. Smith. I need you to hit the open shots. Iman, I need you to hit the open shots. I need you. Imani looked hungry last night, though. He was hungry like the wolf. He was, Duran Duran. He was. (laughs) (laughs) He was. He was. His name was Rio last night, although I can't roll with my man's haircut. I saw a beautiful (laughs) meme on Twitter that said, my man looked like the character Hollywood from Mannequin. (laughs) 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 And then they showed the picture, and he did. It was terrible. Let me pull it up. You're going to die when you see this. But nah, man. But you know what? I need need guys to hit. I need better shot selection in general. I need a high percentage shots. I don't need you to shoot threes. I don't need – what is it? At at least 60 to 75% of all of their shots are threes. It's like they got caught up in that whole – When they were hitting theirs? When they were hitting theirs, and it's like they – it's like they want to get in a three off and they wanna show that they can do it. You know? That 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 they can beat them at their own game. And in that you're playing their game and you lose because that's their game. Let me play my game. Come on, man. Give the ball to LeBron and let him go Big Truck series. And and I just I don't know what to say. I don't know what to Give say. Give the ball to LeBron and let them get naked and afraid. This is this is what I was telling you guys about <laughs> <laughs> Look at my man Hollywood I used to love that movie Mannequin I love it I oh. loved Mannequin it was such a good movie It had my man in it <laughs> That's on uh, Major Crimes now Oh yeah right? uh-huh. I think he had a dog named Notice. <laughs> We're gonna get ya That was great. But yeah, man, come on. I'm so disappointed and I just want to apologize. So I got to apologize, soldier boy. (laughs) I'm going to turn into iced tea for this segment. Because look here, because I'm coming straight from LA and I'm here to apologize for even supporting the squad like the Cavs. Because sometimes when you are OG in the game, you just got to look back. And say, damn, I gotta take that. I gotta take these motherfucking threes, cuz. <laughs> and I just, I can't believe, I can't believe what I'm saying. You get blown. And the worst part that to me is, movie. after the games, the guys do the press conferences and they wear it, but they wear it like it's no big deal. Oh, you, we, we you gotta play better, you know. It was, uh, you don't have to worry it was, about it in a little while. Yeah, you got two more days, man, you on vacation. And now that leads me to talk about the next step Because if they play like this I don't see how they don't get swept This is a replay of the game that we watched as a family On Christmas Day When Golden State went to Cleveland And beat the crap out of them I think by like 25 or something And honestly, you know, we're putting a lot of pressure on the Cavaliers But Golden State is supposed to win those two games at home It's just the way that they lost those games It was the way that they lost They look like a college team You're giving them credit You're right you're right. I'd rather bet on North Carolina <laughs> than, than them. They look like our team, our Rick. <laughs> they look like our, our team. Our Sunday <laughs> league. The I, gap. They, they do. And then, then that's not enough in it's the not show. Enough. You're not getting paid that much money to look like that. I mean, do you need a cold drink to get it started? <laughs> what is going on, MC Hammer? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> you forgot about it. You got- Let's get it started. oh. your party wasn't jumping and your DJ was weak instead of shooting threes he decided with me it's all bad I mean, it's literally like M.C. Hammer needs to play for the squad. I don't understand. Now, this leads It, to, it looks like he is, <laughs> right? And now, Old Hammer. Right? <laughs> He's out there doing not his with moves. with fresh legs. Come on, man. I saw J.R. Smith not finishing plays. I saw J.R. Smith take himself out the game. I don't understand that. I'm in the finals. I can't take myself out the game. I have to be selfish at this point and say, you know what? I'm going to hurt the team. <laughs> I got to hurt the team. I'm going to keep shooting but threes. But <laughs> Here's the problem. He doesn't even put any shots up. Right, and then I, you know, a couple of people complained about him, like he wasn't getting the ball. He just no, he got looks. He, he, got, he got, looks. got looks. If you're out there with LeBron James, you're gonna get looks because he's he requires so much attention. Passive aggressive. Now, what I want to see, other than the fact that what I want to see is them play more than twice a week, because the NBA is just full Milking of that. It. They just milk it, man. Milk the cereal, is, right? It is wow. <laughs> it is uh, Melky Cabrera is out there. What <laughs> is on, going dude. on? But whatever, it's so, okay, NBA's getting over, they're making the ad money, they're making sure the games come on Sundays. Uh I really if the Cavs get swept, right? What does LeBron James do? This is what I want to speak on. He's in a lose lose situation. He's in a lose lose situation anyway. Except for the fact that he's rich and young <laughs> and maybe one of the Actually, coolest people on won. the planet. I think, I think he's already won. Let's preface his lose lose by saying <laughs> that he's already won. This is the most losing you can do for being a stone cold winner right. in life. But you know, look at the guy, man. They put so much pressure on him. He's got what two titles already? You know, he's scoring titles and everything else. And all everybody says is that he needs to do more. I mean, damn, dude, come on, six times in a row to the finals. But this is this is what I this is what I want to speak on is that if he leaves Cleveland again, he's the worst guy in the world. I would have to be the worst guy in the world. He did it before, and I think he had a good time down in Miami. Myself, I know I always have a good time anytime <laughs> I get to to sneak down to Miami, especially if it's on somebody else's dime, right? It's the best. And so... He should come light up LA for a little while then. Is that <laughs> the case? They said he just picked up a $25 million piece of property on the west side in Brentwood. Maybe that's telling you something. Could be. But they said Kevin Durant picked that up, too. Picked him up a piece. Yeah. Well, who would you rather have? Uh, on the Lake Show? Yeah. Durantula or Jameis? Uh, Jameis Winston? No, LeBron James. <laughs> Jameis. <laughs> Uh uh you know that's a good question. I probably I probably still go with 90-50-40 personally. You have to. <laughs> but but uh you know Kevin Durant I didn't appreciate Kevin Durant's work in the semifinals. He showed me some bad tendencies. Uh I didn't appreciate He was very loose with the ball. Loose with the ball, B. Loose. <laughs> he was loose with the ball and then on top of that, terrible shot selection. I saw you know there was like in those last two or three games, games 5, 6 and 7, I bet you if you could look up his fourth quarter shooting, he was probably like five for 35. And the fourth quarter is where you tell the truth, Snaggatooth, because is, he probably doesn't have any legs. Rounds. He doesn't have any legs, though. So he's, he's so he skinny. Yeah, he's so skinny. I mean, and he probably just doesn't have the legs to, to perform. You know, this is like one of the first times he's ever been. Right? This deep? Yeah, this deep and then the playoffs. He's balls deep in the playoffs here, all right? <laughs> he's <laughs> balls deep. I balls don't know. The I don't know. I don't know if, he, if, if, if the <laughs> balls are to the wall, all right? <laughs> And uh, and I don't know if he's got enough. I don't know if he can reach <laughs> it. So he can. It, it, this is this is what I I wonder about because now back to the LeBron thing. Realistically, if you leave Cleveland. You know, you're you're vilified by people in Cleveland only, realistically. (laughs) Which is a handful? Which is about 45 people. uh, uh, And a lot of freaking child molesters and killers, apparently. What is going on out in Ohio with all of these serial killers and everything? Serial killer, capital of the United States, right? I don't want none. I don't even want to fly over the state. (laughs) Can I get a bodyguard over the state if I hit you with a poison dart from the ground? Bring you down, boy yeah no this this is a problem but uh, you have that if he leaves if he stays he's a loser so like what how's the win win if well, I was, they have to they have to tell him you know front office has to go to him and say, hey look man, we recognize that we we signed a bunch of losers and we're gonna bring in da 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 but he was a reason, once they brought in Kevin durant he was a reason they signed a bunch of losers he was he thought he you think you thought you know because He's, what he thought <laughs> shout out to E40 uh, 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 uh. he thought he thought you know because what he thought was that maybe these guys would be a little bit better after they went through it the first time and obviously they haven't grown and you would think that right i mean we've been there okay so the pressure and everything else that goes with it i can handle it a little bit better but now i mean you recognize that they're terrible. <laughs> they didn't learn anything. Dude. They're terrible. <laughs> and you know what And maybe they'll turn it around. Uh-oh. <laughs> I want to be
0: saved.
1: LeBron thought he could <laughs> save him. He yeah. thought he thought. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, J.R. Smith's mind wasn't right. Wasn't. Uh, Tristan Thompson got his $85 million and it seems like his mind is on other things. Yep. Richard Jefferson wants to win and, but he's almost out the game so you he's only got that. so much bounce yeah. left and he almost got hung on the rim last night trying to dip and Richard Jefferson is one of the high flyers for those who don't know right. Richard Jefferson is one of the highest flyers in league history that yeah. dude used to smash on people Yeah. he got some springs and he had him always has had him yeah. uh, you know Mozgolf can't even make a contribution which Well is, he can't make a contribution if you're not in the game you that's what I'm game, saying can make and he showed that he was serious last year yeah he he looked, looked pretty good out there this time he though. did it he just looked a little rusty down. yeah but you don't play you're rusty that's how it is yeah. but uh but so then if you leave where do you go for your King James if I leave I'm an assassin dude I wouldn't I would sign a one-year contract Every single year till I'm like 45, you don't need any dough. You got a Billy coming from Nike, yeah, But still, I can't play for nothing. They don't respect that. No, and, no, no. I'm saying you, uh, you, you. I'm saying yeah. to support the idea of signing the one-year right, deal. Right. So he can go. He can jump from city to city wherever, wherever they got the cheese. Especially since the barn doors is about to open up next season. Ooh. So you know, he, I would jump because nobody respects his talent anyway, and nobody sure gives don't. him the kind of love that he's supposed to get. So where do you go? Probably to Miami realistically I, yeah just to hang out <laughs> not even to <a> play <laughs> <laughs> hey man you see that after you finish finger popping where do you go to play yeah you know what we got a lot of options out there i would go and try to win one where they no one's ever been close to winning one you know really oh you know what a Milwaukee <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah he can go to Milwaukee you know what i would go somewhere that they have a legend of winning against Boston go to Boston man if he played with Isaiah Thomas are you are kidding, you, kidding me? Me? you know where he could go and also be Marcus super nice and, and Jared Salinger uh, yeah come yeah, on yeah, dude yeah. that'll be out Great. And that coach is great. He is great. I tell you where else he could go and make some noise would be the Portland Trailblazers. I don't think he wants to live in Portland. but uh, They don't have any bigs, though. But I'm going to tell you where he needs to go. And you said it. He should go back and play in Miami. Dwayne Wade still has enough because, see, Dwayne Wade is Woodhouse a on killer. He's a killer. He's a killer. And then you get rid of Joe Johnson. Absolutely. You might need to get rid of Al Deng because I'm not sure if Al Deng's a loser or not. The jury's still well, out. But you don't need him, though. You don't need him. You to don't do need anything. that much. Yeah. Goran Dragic, I actually believe is a winner. He wants to. he like he wants it. He he needs to work Goran on his skills. Is being overmatched though by all these young guys that are. But let me tell you something. That kid is on the right side and getting overmatched by nobody. Yeah. And if you had, oh yeah, but let's not say nobody. I. I mean, you got I, Boogie. He ain't overmatched. <laughs> they gonna go. They gonna bang. He can't bang. They gonna boogie. bang. Nobody can bang with boogie. I don't. I boogie don't agree. The man. I watched Whiteside. I watched a good boogie. Sixty get Whiteside game. You know why boogie year. gets you? Because Hassan Whiteside boogie's gonna bring him out on the perimeter white White's actually got good footwork. That yeah, kid but, but is if he gets him out on the perimeter, he's not going to get the boards. Boogie is a better athlete than he is. He's just a big man. I love and I like He got bigs. nice, nice post. Moves. Yeah, he does, but Boogie has and he it plays all. Defense. Boogie has it all. all. But you wouldn't have to see Boogie in the Eastern <laughs> Conference, but one time a year probably. Yeah, and he'll probably be suspended for that game because <laughs> <laughs> Boogie's out on some other <laughs> stuff. But Andre Drummond's nice. Andre Drummond is nice. Um, he can't hit free throws. He's worse than uh. Yeah, he can't free throw. But but if you say DeAndre, but if you stay with him, if they went back down there, because I think Chris Bosh is going to end up having to retire. I do too. I don't know. You know, is there a is there another option for you know for Bosh? Only if Bosh just says to himself, "I'm willing to die on the court." You know, much like Muhammad Ali said when he fought Joe Frazier that he was willing to die in the ring. Man, you know, you just have to make those decisions. You can't literally stop the guy. So if they say that they're not going to, if they're not going to let him play then then he's going to then he's going to go somewhere else and play somebody's going to let him play somebody's going to let him play you know what else somebody's going to let you do what sign up to the 54 club Woo, ladies and gentlemen we got a deal for you go to 54club.com use promo code omar and you will receive a package of clothing that you get to keep that's worth $150 or more every single month you're talking curated styled clothes for your style get sharp this summer winter spring and fall and become a member of the five four club our, our producer and engineer ernie did it and he couldn't be more satisfied i'm giving you a discount here omar at five four club.com crazy day crazy week moving on i want to talk about the greatest of all time man dude, that's like two two years worth of podcasting yeah Of no break podcasting I mean you think about it this guy Let's talk about Muhammad Ali's impact On the world forget about sports On the world This guy transcended his sport Through the self prophecy And the self confidence In one of the most turbulent and difficult periods For a black man in this country And he took on the world Now whether you agreed With a lot of the stuff that he stood for or not It's the fact of the matter is, he stood for something. He was a principled man that stood for something and was willing to sacrifice for what he believed. You don't see that in sports nowadays. You don't see that in the world nowadays. Wow. <laughs> Speak on it, brother. Yeah, because how many people stand up for what they believe? Everybody's hiding behind Twitter handles and everything else. Social media is a way for the weaklings to get out and say reckless stuff and not pay for it. It's the truth. Yeah, but how many times will somebody get up and stand up in front of a camera and say, hey, you know what? I don't agree and it's not right. And this is this and that is that. And that's it. You know, and everybody- especially when that's going to cost you directly financially. Right. He, the thing I maybe other than the heart of a champion, which we'll cover in a second. We're gonna let, let's just speak about the thing. I, me personally, that I I just admired so much about Muhammad Ali, which was the idea that he had a great perspective on finance versus integrity, right. In this, <clears throat> in his principal sense, and and it really wasn't willing to give it up. He wouldn't bend. Yeah. He wouldn't break. Yeah. And and that was a big deal. And he got the raw deal in a lot of ways, you know. And and there were times. The thing that I loved about him is that the man was able to recognize and admit when he was wrong. Yeah, that's very very important. It is humongous think, as a man. You as know? a man, he showed that, hey, so man, I much. I messed up. I remember that quote that we read that was just incredible when he said the biggest regret he had in his life was how he treated and he, well, he turned his back on Malcolm X. Right. That's big, man. That's a really big thing to say That's because humongous. you're saying I was wrong, and you're the. You, and how hard is that to do right now? Like even on the podcast to say, "Oh man, I messed up. My stats are bad." Let me tell you something. I didn't even want to say that about the Warriors. I right. don't even. I like. I'm. I'm. I'm tempted to erase the last podcast when I predicted the Cavs <laughs> might win in five. And let alone, you're talking about on a worldwide scale, people's lives are in the balance. This guy has been called in to negotiate peace around the world. Right. Was he got 15 hostages released from Saddam Hussein at one point or something like that? Come on, man. Yeah. This is That makes you the greatest of all time. Right. It is not about whether or not you slugged it out with George Foreman, you shook up the world with Sonny list, sunny Liston. It's the fact of the matter is, is that after sport, this guy dedicated his life to making the world a better place. Now, how do you think that conversation went when he went over to speak to these guys about getting these hostages released? I can tell you exactly how it went. He showed up and he was like, hey, how you doing? I'm here, I'm here. And they were like, "Uh, brother, can we take a picture? picture. (laughs) Uh, You tell me about the left hook you took from Joe (laughs) Frazier. He knocked you down, brother. (laughs) Okay, well, we speak on that. (laughs) And it's just a trip though, because how does the conversation work I read something else that was incredible when they were talking about how he was flying over the country one night with a group of reporters. And he said, you guys see all those lights? I could go in any one of these houses and, and somebody will know me and they'll welcome me into these homes. That is huge. And he wasn't saying it in a, in a braggadocious kind right. of way. As much as braggadocio as the champ had, he wasn't after fighting. He, he and, and from what I understand in private. He was actually really humble, really generous, and he he did what he could to make things better for people. It's so important. I I don't think that we even have anybody that, that really stands for that in sports today. Like I said, I don't see anybody who stands for that, period. I mean, there's a lot of people with influence and power, and they usually use it to smash people. Or they use it to roll over to whatever's popular for the day. Right, or to make a million dollars, a billion dollars, and keep it pushing that's it you know and there's there's something there's something really to be said about that because you brought up something earlier that was great about Muhammad Ali and his charitable work and he made public a lot of his charitable work I'm sure he did a lot of it in private as well but he made public his charitable work and again not in a braggadocio kind of way in a way to make people understand that hey giving is living and this is this is life is you can live through your faith and through the Lord, and you can make somebody else's life better, that's more important than anything. I read this great quote where he said, I conquered the entire world and it didn't satisfy me. And this is makes me understand that there's more to life than what you can buy. Right. I mean, how much can you have? I mean, he had everything. You know, he had his fill of women. He's had all kind of money. He's had championships and everything. But adulation. You know, come yeah. on, dude. And he said that he understood. And, and he said that he said that the Lord gave him that disease, the Parkinson's disease, to make sure that he never thought that he was actually the greatest, <laughs> that that uh that there was always somebody above him. And I tell you what, thirty four years, I think it said it was thirty four years that he lived with the disease. Right, and twenty nine thousand punches. Who that wee. he absorbed. And of that twenty nine he probably gave out a good hundred and fifty thousand. Oh Come my on. goodness. Oh, but my he, goodness. But you're talking about heavyweights. Not, not, we're talking, not, not talking, we talking about the big boys. Yeah, not the flyweights. who take like 10,000 punches in one fight to knock you down. And we're talking about the big boys, the biggest of the big boy era ever. Right. <laughs> Foreman, Ron Lyles. Ken I mean, Norton. <laughs> Ernie Shavers. Ernie Shavers, you watch a fight between him and Ernie Shavers. He hit, Ernie Shavers hit him so hard. I, I was like, oh, my goodness. He looked like somebody just dropped a piano on top of him. Well, yeah, Larry he Holmes. didn't fall. No, the will, the, the, the heart of the champion is just over the top. I mean, completely and totally over the top for this guy. I just, you know, I wonder how many professional athletes now will take Muhammad Ali's passing and actually internalize it and see... Really examine themselves to say, and not just professional athletes. We That's can all do saying, it, yeah. You know, but especially those of us like myself who are in the public eye and examine it, and really just say, you know what? Yeah, let it marinate. Yeah, you need to, you need to, to digest that and look at this man's body of work outside of the ring, and really say, wow, what is, what is it that that I am about? What am I? What am I made of? What am I made of? And and what do I want to be made of? Right. What What do I want to be? This guy's legacy good bad and ugly is all there because he was willing to be himself unapologetically right and at the end of the day he can live with himself you know he can live with himself How many people can say that they pass and they just they're just like oh man i, I really was a bad person i think when you pass i don't know if you really say hmm i was a bad thing you think you <laughs> I got think other some things people, to I do think, i think it's when important. you pass well i don't know what you have to do and thank goodness <laughs> <laughs> I <I'm not even laughs> <find> <laughs> right yeah. now come on <laughs> But we have a special guest. The Grim Reaper's here, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be our last podcast. (laughs) Ernie? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no, you know, yeah, you're right. It's very difficult to very, very difficult to, to have that kind of examination. I mean, he's such an inspirational figure. You're talking about. To this day, he's probably the most famous athlete on the planet. Right. And he could have went zero dark 30 on you because once he got hit with Parkinson's, he could have been like, you know, I'm out. I'm could've out of the bitter. public eye. I'm, this is a raw deal. I'm going to hide it. Me, yeah. You guys had me fighting for, you know, for peanuts and, and you know, and everybody's uh, living off the everything I put down. No, the instead guy, he had dignity. Yeah, he had dignity and pride. He came out, and, you know, did the right thing. And think about how much research has been done in his name because he was willing to show the world his struggle. Right. Right. So just incredible. I mean, you know, the icons brought Muhammad Ali to my attention as a young boy. Yeah. Uh, and I remember the first Muhammad Ali fight was that I watched was his last fight, I do believe, against uh, <laughs> Larry. Larry, Trevor Burbick, wasn't it? Or was it? Was it Trevor, I think Trevor Burbick knocked him I, out, and it was real. You know, it was the last yeah. thing. But Larry Holmes was the first one that I watched, and then Trevor Burbick. Then we watched Mike Tyson kill Larry Holmes because he <laughs> said he was he, he, was, he was. he was front row with Larry Holmes, punish Muhammad Ali, he had to and teach he, him a lesson. He had to teach him a lesson. <laughs> Don't do that, this boy. Good work, Mike. Shout out to Mike Tyson. Man, uh, you know it's uh wow, and you know what they get us all. This is what happens. They're going to get us all. So you better get your life together because you don't know when that date and that time is coming. We do not know. Now, what we do know is that there's three things that can make you refreshed. Water, chlorophyll, and a little lemon squeeze. Do yourself a favor. Go to GorillaLife.com. Grab a fresh, refreshing beverage, maybe with agave sweetener or maybe with honey, or maybe you just like yours raw like the gorilla does. Wow. Mm. He goes wrong. He goes wrong. He's an herbivore. Raw it out? He raws (laughs) his out. That's how the gorilla does it. Get some gorilla life. Uh, Get some gorilla in your mouth. (laughs) Get some gorilla life in your life and you'll see your good health come on. I don't even wear makeup when I do television and movies, folks. And part of the reason is because I have been blessed with the good health and the secrets of the jungle of gorilla life. What about the gorilla and that little kid? Speaking of which, speaking of gorilla... They Man. just said that that lady's not going to face any charges. That was ridiculous. Why would they even consider something like that? She'd watch her kid get all drugged through the water and everything. I mean, that gorilla was so strong. Man, he looked unbelievable, dude. He's, He's a stud. He's ripped. He's just standing there chest out. Chest out. Who He's wants that? He's not some? naked and afraid either. He's just He's like, just naked. I'm just naked. This <laughs> is it. <laughs> <laughs> Go silverback. <laughs> Go silverback on him. It's the best. And Man. you know what's the trip about it is that that gorilla could have drug me around at three hundred like pounds said, like he did that little kid. Yeah, and they said that he can like literally pinch your head like and just crush your skull. It's like it's like Darth Vader. Right. Except for he would actually have contact. Yeah. That's so much pressure. Can you imagine? Man, that was bad news. This is mess up that they had to kill the homie Harambe. Right. I don't even think that um, you know, he was trying to hurt the kid. He just I don't think so. Yeah. He was a little confused probably. Like, what is this? Yeah, he picked the kid up, he dusted him off with look like he was like, Oh, you, yeah, you, you got good? wet. Okay, yeah, you got go what? come on. We're going to the other yeah. side. <laughs> but what are you gonna do? Are you gonna sit there and wait for him to, to That's what the people dis- want, it sounds like dismember the kid? Yeah, he wouldn't even have done it on purpose. It just would have been like, oh, okay, let's <gasps> Right. I thought you were stronger than yeah. that. I didn't know your <laughs> ligaments <laughs> weren't bulletproof. It's just a crazy. I mean, even more crazy than that is people are so more hung up talking about, you know, the killing of the gorilla in the zoo than they are the idea that the police a child. the police in America kill three people a day. Right. Of all races. You don't hear people outraged about that. Three people a day? That's a lot. That's unbelievable. You know, and then the gorillas are just out there doing the gorilla. Realistically, the outrage should be having the gorilla in the zoo. Right? That guy's supposed to roam the jungle. He's supposed to be doing his thing. Welcome to the jungle. He's got fun and games. Welcome. <laughs> He's, you know, he's welcoming you to the jungle. You want to jump in the cage? You want to jump in the cage? I'm here for you. You're in my element. This is a bad look. Uh, speaking of a bad look, I want to talk about the French Open. Ooh, Murray, man. Okay, so then let's speak on it. So Novak Djokovic uh, won the French Open. For those of you who don't know, I'm a big fan. I got to go to Roland Garros, courtesy of the Tennis Channel. If you don't have the tennis channel, go subscribe. There's a tennis uh, channel app that's fantastic, actually, that gets you coverage from all over the world every tournament. And you can watch it live on your phone. It's pretty impressive. Right. Um, And Novak actually completed the career Grand Slam, and he won four straight Grand Slams. So that's, like, incredible. So you're talking about this guy won the Australian, the French, Wimbledon, and the New York uh, U.S. Open. All in a row That's that's incredible And he's only the eighth uh, 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 man I think he's maybe the third man in history to do that Third to the eighth one of them He beat up on Andy Murray um, And it, it wasn't even really competitive like that First set Novak dropped it But Novak seems to have a tendency to do that But, it was, but the thing that I want to speak on is that Andy Murray is a career underachiever in my opinion <laughs> Andy Murray is the first Brit I think it was in 80 years or something to win Wimbledon He won Wimbledon a couple years ago And He's been dominated before and after that. And the thing that I can't understand, I'm not mad at Andy Murray. Andy Murray's doing him. He's a stud. He's actually now What is a big he ranked now? I think Andy Murray's ranked number 2, actually. Yeah. And excuse me, and but the part that trips me out about this is why do guys like Andy Murray, Peyton Manning, uh why do these guys get a pass for not achieving. for for losing right. in the finals? And then you have a guy like LeBron James Who the public can't wait to beat up on For losing in the finals I have no idea But Murray did not look good I mean he just looked overmatched And the thing is Is that with guys When you're playing at the level That Novak Djokovic is playing on You know The funny thing about tennis is Guys can sneak up quietly and quietly be in the conversation to be the greatest of all time Right Novak Djokovic is on a run where potentially if he keeps up this run for a few more years of total dominance Won't even be a question He, You have to consider him in the greatest of all time top three Right I mean the only people that are competitive with him at this point the Really Roger Federer is the only one that's competitive with him Right And Roger Federer in tennis standards is an old man at this point Right and Roger isn't necessarily competitive. I think head to head, I think uh, I think Novak is pretty dominant over the past maybe five years or so. Well, realistically, the only person that Roger can't beat is Novak, and and this dude is taking his career to the next level because he middled around for a little bit and now forget about it. You're not beating Novak Djokovic. I yeah, don't do care what and he, I don't care what surface you're on. Yeah. No, do you think he's just a superior athlete? No. You know, the generational thing? No. I think that I think there's a technique angle to it. But it's the same thing that we're talking about with Muhammad Ali. It's the same thing that we're talking about with the Golden State Warriors. They get, he's got heart. Right. You watch Novak Djokovic. I mean, when the world took notice of him, was there was a five-set semifinal or final against Roger Federer a few years ago at the U.S. Open where Roger Federer had him down two sets to, to one and match point, triple match point, and went wide on a serve And Novak came back with the most gambling shot you can come with and hit a hairline shot down the line that just barely nicked the line. And and then he came back And beat Roger Federer That's when the world Really took notice Of how great Potentially Novak was Because he came back And ended up winning That 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 match uh, Three sets to two Right well Match point yesterday You saw it He just went into A little rally with him And it seemed like He just thought to himself That Murray is eventually Going to make a mistake So let's just do this For like two or three minutes And see And he, he had break. such a lead though Yeah You're talking about He ended up winning uh, He lost the first set Three six Then he ended up winning Six one Six two Six four Hey man You can play around At that point you got a long, <laughs> that's, a, that's a, you yeah, know. A guy like him, they usually don't play around. They don't carry you. You know, he he get you out of there. Oh, yeah. Well, he got him out of there. He got, he got, <laughs> get out of here. Get <laughs> he, he, on you know, so. He got him out of here. But I just want to know, what is that about society that demands so much from certain guys and accepts so little from other guys? I mean, you watch it on the NBA, on TNT. I think it's marketing. You think what? that's what it is? Man, brainwashing? All, all marketing, brainwash. Well, you watch Look at those guys, how they ride Charles Barkley. Right. Charles Barkley can't say or do anything when he's sitting there talking to Shaq and Kenny Smith because whenever he says something they don't agree with they bring up their they rings. are quick to remind <laughs> him and how many rings did you win Charles <laughs> doesn't mean that his points not valid I mean I agree, most, I of agree. The, most of the time he's speaking truth he just doesn't say it the way that they want to hear it I agree I agree man I mean it's a it's pretty, it, it's it's just, to me, it's just something that makes me go, hmm, why is it that some guys get a pass? Why is it that it's okay for you to, to not get it done, but you're still considered great, or people are rooting for you? Well, now it's branding. I mean, everything's branding, and that's the, their brand, you know? So, Peyton Manning's brand is a winner, and I really don't put him up there with, like, Tom Brady, although everybody else would because he has most of the records, but... I, in- if you watch the games, you don't yeah. feel like... Yeah. And in you- reality, when a, when it was down to a big game, who would you want? Oh, come on, man. Exactly. Don't, don't even talk about it. I mean, we're talking about touchdowns. Tommy. It's uh, Tommy terrific. It's hard to beat, that guy. Um, so we're going to get a recap here because we get, we got a caller. We got a, a, a longtime participator, a friend of the Ozone. He seems to have his own following nowadays. People seem to love this man. He's calling in right now. We got Laker Quick on the line. Hello? Laker quick, welcome to the Ozone. Quick.
0: Ozone in the house. What's up, y'all?
1: Man, you you tell you us it. what's up. We we're, you know, we're deep into the Ozone now. We're about a, almost an hour into the zone. And so uh, you know, we've already apologized for uh I brought on Ice T homeboy, and mm-hmm. he apologized to the Golden State Warriors for ever thinking that a squad like the Cavs could participate in some competition. And you know, we 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 spoke on that. Right now, we want to catch you kind of in the middle of a conversation. And I want to get your take on why is it that some guys, I'm sure you're up because you're you're a sports aficionado. You're not just Laker quick. You're sports quick. Might even change your name. But, but what we want to talk about is we're talking about the French Open and how uh, Novak jo- Djokovic dominated Andy Murray and how, how tennis is so tricky that you can look up and a guy can be in the conversation for the greatest of all time because if Novak stays on a run like this for the next four or five years, forget about it. This is absolute and total dominance that Novak Djokovic is showing you nowadays. But what I wanted to talk about was he beat Andy Murray in the finals, right? Right. Why do you think guys like Andy Murray, Peyton Manning, why do you think guys give the the public, the world at large, gives them a pass for always losing in the finals as opposed to a guy like LeBron James who people are really always ready to pile on onto? What do you think that is?
0: Uh, You know what? I think the easy answer would be is that on a talent scale, nobody puts Andy Murray and LeBron James in the same sentence.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. Speak on it, brother.
0: Um, Andy Murray is a legitimate number three, in my opinion. He's at where he is supposed to be. And also, in an individual sport, I think there's just a little more empathy in general. Um, mm. Being that you just don't have any teammates to pick you up. I mean, you can't you can't be coached in a tennis game. It's a big deal. That's um, a good point. You can't pass no signs or no winks, or nothing like that.
1: Um, <laughs> you can't cut to the basket. It's just you and the other man out there.
0: Yeah, the man. Uh, and guess what? You don't get subbed out. You just gonna have to stand up there and get your ass whooped if you <laughs> want to leave.
1: <lose. laughs> uh, you don't get subbed out. You Make gotta that take that. like a man.
0: Yes. Come on, man. You gotta go take the leap. We'll wait.
1: Wow. That's a good. That's a. That's, uh, that's a good point. That's a really good point. The
0: mental toll, I think, on tennis is is to the point where even if somebody is a choke artist, I feel like for the sake of their mental well-being, nobody wants to pile on. That that would be the quick uh, solution to that. Um, I think, and also just with the the preeminence that LeBron has on the public and just, you know, his ever-presence, you know, which he deserves, it's going to be easy for people to get on him when, he comes out and says five, six, seven championships. And mm. it's looking like now that two might be the final tally. I mean.
1: Could be the know. final countdown, which is not bad. Be the, because which is, which of, is two more than a lot of yeah, great matters, players. There's a lot of, a lot of matters, legends that
0: don't have any. Let me tell you something. Like Peyton Manning, who most of you might be surprised of, I give a little bit of a uh, 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 pass to. Like Peyton Manning, I think LeBron for the most part has lost to better teams. mm and if you are losing to the better team, how can anybody be mad? Who's LeBron really supposed to be? It's just when you come out with these ESPN lists, you know, which have you know created so much great conversation the last couple you know months or so since he came out. But when a bunch of knowledgeable minds say that LeBron is the number three all time, it's not his fault. But come on, we gonna have to start splitting hairs here. Wow. You know what I mean? So
1: yeah, Jerry I, I West got dragged into that, that category, I, I, in, into that conversation.
0: Yeah, I mean, hey, we, you could do a, a week, you know, just on that list. let on just the top ten. You know, so if you don't say the man is number three all time, you're putting him in the head of Magic Bill Russell. <laughs> you know, I mean, hey.
1: That's a great point. We
0: don't debate. We're going to debate. We're going to debate. But if he's losing to the better team this year. He appeared, you know, by the, you know, obviously, you know, now that we know last year wasn't no fluke, anytime he lost to the Spurs, you'd have to say it was legit. You yeah. know, so you know, hey man. The only team if that I'm you
1: it, wow, when you put it like that, the only thing that I would say King James should have beat would be that that series against Dallas. Really. Absolutely. When he when they tricked that series, but I'm looking yep. at these numbers. Like, look at this. I mean, I I, I couldn't agree more, and I, that's why I love you, Laker Quick. I really appreciate your perspective here because they're saying Murray fell to two and eight in Grand Slam finals and two and thirteen in his past fifteen matches against Novak Djokovic. I mean, you're talking about that's good money if you're making a bet there. You you can bet the house on Novak against Andy Murray. Right. 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 And and <laughs> right. And speaking and speaking of staying staying in Roland Garros, uh, how about Serena Williams? Serena Williams cannot get over the hump when it comes to breaking Steffi Graf's record. I go out, I'm I'm on record saying that she's the greatest uh, uh female tennis player of all time like hands down
0: greatest female athlete I,
1: ever. I, this, I was just you got it out before i could i was gonna say i'm even willing to go as far as to say she's the greatest female athlete ever uh at all sports top to bottom and yet yep. i want i wonder do you think it's it's age Do you think it's father time or mama time to be pc or do you think that it is uh focus why is it that she dominates all of the preliminary rounds, and for the past what is it two years now, she gets to the finals, and I don't know that same domination just plain and simply isn't there. Do you think it's a focus issue? What do you what do you think that is?
0: I think it's all of the above. Um, I think these girls have come to play, and you know what the uh, the one she lost at the U.S. Uh, at the end of last year. She definitely should have won that one. Yeah, But you know what? I, I can't take nothing away from these last two. These girls have stepped up and had the, the, the match of a lifetime. And once again, you know, Serena's sitting on nine figures, man. These girls are trying to make their way up to the upper sixes.
1: The, this is <laughs> very yeah. real. The hunger is completely and, different. Right. And Serena's Serena probably going 35. to Paris to, to as much to play the match as she is to hang out. <laughs> right? Yep. Wow, I didn't think of it that way. You have to think about as well is that when, just like he's talking about, when Kershaw goes against a bum pitcher, you see the bum pitcher usually shows up as well. Always. 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 It's always one oh, to nothing. Tight game.
0: Tight, tight game. saw, I saw, that, for <laughs> Titan, Titan. saw so- that for years with the Lakers. Boy, and Lakers and they and try they, and they trying. Somebody come to town and might beat us or come close to beating us. You're like, wow, these guys are good. And then next game on the road trip, they're getting blown by Phoenix So you know, Somebody like that, and it's like, wait a minute, man. No, there, there's some people that rise to the occasion in the spotlight, and there are others that seem to shrink from it. That's all
1: it is to it, right?
0: It's pretty much it, man. KD and Russell Westworth appeared to be doing great while they are the underdogs. They sure they are. Became the favorite in the series. All of a sudden, we nervous.
1: Right, mom spaghetti. It's a it's a very <laughs> interesting situation. Now, speaking on that, what we were talking about just a little bit ago in the podcast. If you're LeBron James, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. If you leave Cleveland, you're the worst person in the world to the 47,000 people who live in Cleveland. If you don't, then you're a loser uh, uh, in the vein of like a Carmelo Anthony kind of thing where you stayed for the money or blah, 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 blah. If you're LeBron James, uh, other than work on your jumper, what do you do?
0: Wow. That's a great question, and it's honestly one I can't come up with an easy answer for. There's and no easy answer. situation is like cake compared to this, but I have to keep it real since this is ozone, and that's what we do.
1: That's what. But come on, LeBron, this is unfair and partial sports. Tell it like it is, brother.
0: LeBron's biggest mistake was going back to that owner who publicly trashed him after LeBron more than doubled the worth of his franchise. Ooh lebron comes back to him like he owes that man anything
1: he was looking out you for the mean? city though i know he was looking out I, for I, the city
0: I, and i love it i love it i love it i'm all about the city pride i really am but i need as a man and as a black man but even just a man and a wait, a minute, band, wait a minute
1: wait a minute laker <laughs> <Laker college laughs> wait a minute quick. laker quick wait a minute wait a minute you're african-american it's, you know what? Hey. Are You're you you an African-American man. Are you I didn't, kidding me? I didn't even know that that's what was going on here, Laker Quick. we I need to talk to the Booker, whoever gets these, these callers on this show. Uh, I, I could have swore I saw one African-American at a Donald Trump rally the other day. It might have been you.
0: Uh, you know what? I kept it low. Because, you know, I on
1: the show, and I need the time, bro, so, you know. No, go, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, man. As a man and as a black man.
0: Well, I just need a public apology from the owner because the owner was completely out of bounds in the statements that he made about LeBron when he left. And I think we have two bits of bad karma coming home to roost here. Mm. The lesser of the two is LeBron coming home, which I can defend because it was for the city and I respect that. Still, there are very few people in this world, businessmen, athletes, whatever, there are very few people who hold the power that LeBron has and has, you know, commands the kind of economic respect that he does that would allow... You know, that kind of, you know, attempted at public humiliation. I thought that was lame. And I really honestly couldn't believe that he was going to go back to that and make this guy more tens of millions of money without a public apology. Well, yeah, All he dude needed to say was, I'm wrong. That was my fault. I was angry. That's it. Yeah, I think LeBron was doing a bigger need man. No speech. And then, so then you take that. And then, what I don't mean, even a greater factor is, yo, man, they did that last post dirty, bro. Brock ain't deserved to get fired. All he did was take you to the championship. It appeared that the only reason he really lost was because everybody got hurt. Then he comes back out in the next That's year. That's a good point. At the exact halfway point of the season, he's 30 and 11. So you double that to 60 and 22, and you fire the for a cat with no experience? Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to bring my Lakers fanship into, <laughs> into, you know, have my shit on probation. I know Tyronn Lue <laughs> next player, and I'm glad he got the job. But you tell me that he looks like he's doing what he's doing
1: right now. He looks terrible. But the thing of it is is that, you know, with Blatt, the players we were talking about it earlier, the players didn't respect him. And if you don't have the respect of the players, it doesn't matter, you know, who you have up there. So uh, if LeBron, you know if you go there and you're drawing up a play, LeBron's like, no, we're doing this. And so, you know, he's not going to be able to do that with Tyron Lue. Tyron Lue's like, no. He tried to do that to Lu Lue. Tyron Lue put him in check. He did. And let will see once again. You know what, man? And this is a
0: slight problem I have with LeBron. LeBron wants to be liked a little too much. Manny mm. Johnson I mean, got true. a coach fired when he was before he could drink. I ain't never heard Magic <laughs> like you know shy away from that. Yeah, and a, and a couple players. I'm a winner, and that dude got to go because I am a winner. Because at twenty, I have an NBA championship, a gold medal, and a high school and a college national championship, dog. All I do is win know, driving
1: on that program, got to go. They got
0: to dip. I, I needed that
1: from LeBron. you
0: going to get the coach fired, and everybody knows that they had to ask you about it. Then you just, oh, you. I, can't, I didn't got I nothing to do. I had nothing to do. Come on, bro.
1: You know, all Come those on, guys.
0: The whole zone nation is smarter than that, bro. You ain't the first player to get a coach fired, man. You
1: Nor would you be the last, like you,
0: bro. bro. You ain't going to be the last. <laughs> you know, so they let that coach go. You know, I wasn't overly thrilled with LeBron going home, you know, just because you know the whole ownership thing. But you know, hey man, what goes around comes around, bro. And I really think they did that coach a little dirty, more than a little dirty. I mean, that dude got wrongfully terminated. Well, they should never hired
1: him though. Was that they should have never hired him?
0: That's shit, even so, that's still on y'all. You know, that's I don't still understand on it. The they acting like Mark Jackson never coached a basketball team before. They act like Jeff Van Gundy ain't sitting right there on the damn sideline, Jeff Van Gundy came to 2-100 for, yeah, the, for the NBA. Yeah, and Jeff I'm Van surprised Gundy.
1: he hasn't been fired as a commentator, to be honest, because right. he could be on the Ozone. This guy, he tells the truth. He tells the truth about fouls, about yeah. how they call the game. He tells the truth out there, and people don't like that. But
0: I'm tired he of He rest- waiting for the right job or just maybe perhaps I had my run and I'm cool because I always liked him as a coach. Yeah, and cool. there's no reason for him to be sitting on the sideline, man. With Mike D'Antoni's sorry ass, to continue to get jobs, I mean, I don't know what this dude, this dude needs to get the, the you know, symposium or something
1: about uh, about how to interview. <laughs> this guy. He must have the Sign best up, interview bro. ever. I bet you that Mike Sign D'Antoni gets in the room and you just can't believe what he says. Yeah, but the books are stacked, uh, though. You know, he knows everything that they're going to ask and everything that they want to hear. So, you know, they keep recycling these guys. These guys are terrible. Got to get new coaches, got to get legs, new blood bring, bring He in in some blood. Blood.
0: Exactly. Bring in young we blood We don't have to worry about Houston next year That's one team we can just cross him off the list right now <laughs>
1: <laughs> I tell you I had a I had a good conversation with someone uh, Yesterday who had a great point And he said he, We were talking about Houston, he was talking about Dwight Howard You know where he said Dwight Howard should go Is Portland And Dwight Howard, if he moved over and played with, with Dame Lillard And those young guys and Mason Plumley And the yeah. blah blah blah, that could be a really good look for him He could revitalize his career I think he even better stop would be Boston. I mean, we were just Boston. talking about LeBron yeah, going to Boston. Boston is a is a team even, on the come up. I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. put him in a situation right there with the youngsters because he's a you know his character is in question. So you can't put him in the situation with those youngsters. He might bring him down. Well, those if that's kids, the case. You, you can't young take young him anywhere. Yeah, what I do bring you bring do? To you got I can't take you anywhere, Dwight Howard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ruin <laughs> the team. <laughs> Dwight. 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 Yeah, because they're on the bubble right now. The the uh, Boston Celtics are on the verge of being something for real. If you plug and play a yep. guy even like a Kevin Durant or LeBron in that situation, I think they're going to the next level. I honestly feel like if they got one of those big-time players that they can win the ring next year. I, they weren't far off uh, this year. It, yeah. They
0: definitely make it up to East. I yeah. mean, that's not really saying anything. I mean, at this point... Well, I mean, you know, until some team signs that free agent, I mean, LeBron kind of got it all lot. And that's what kind of also leads to, you know, back to his decision is that, yo, if this is what we're going up against and they're blowing us out with no problems, with no problems, and they're starters in the fourth quarter like we in the second week of the, of the season,
1: right? And it's a championship, right? If this is what I'm up against and these dudes clearly ain't up to the challenge, what in the hell do I need mean to stay here for? And he got all those guys paid. Yeah. He got all those brain dead dudes paid because he vouched for them. Now, yeah. I tell you what, Laker Quick. It's always good to have you in the Ozone. We appreciate your insight. Want to wish you a great day, love, and uh, uh, appreciate it. Keep it honest out there, like you always do. Catch you soon. Hey, P- peace, no brother. Doubt.
0: Rest in peace to the greatest man.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, you mm-hmm. know what? You know what, Laker Quick. Before you get off, I wanted you to share your story. Uh, we we just did a tribute. We just did a segment on the greatest. Uh, uh, speak on it, please. I was about seven,
0: eight years old, and uh, I hail from South Central, as most people know, um, and. I was just having to be at the local storefront, small neighborhood mosque right there on Crenshaw, between uh, 54 and 57. And uh, as the mosque was letting out, I don't even think we noticed that he was, you know, in the back praying with us, the champ is in the house. And I mean, you know, these are grown men in their 40s, 50s. You know, everybody, you know, standing around, just waiting their turn to shake the brother's hand. I got my turn, he looked down at me, shook my hand. My pops was about six seven, as you know. Definite big man confirmation above everybody's head. Between my pops and the champ, <laughs> made me feel strong. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Oh, you can see the champ of my pops up. You know, right.
1: Just in case he needed some. <laughs> Just in case he had uh, you had to know. figure out how to get him.
0: <laughs> mm, this brother might some jab work. Mm. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. Just let get let me get inside that jab.
0: <laughs> yeah, I see how this gonna go. Yeah, no, nah, it's you know the brother was cool. He was, you know, people understand what cool is, man. Cool comes from a place in your heart, man. It comes from having God in your spirit, you know, just from being sure in yourself. And, boy, man, was cool. And he was so comfortable around the everyman. There was no sense of celebrity. There was no no nothing. He might as well just have shown up, you know, just (laughs) to copy him a two-piece. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and with a biscuit. But the, but the respect that this man garnered from other grown men is like nothing I've ever seen before. And you know, we all know why. You know, the brothers' deeds and actions have you know been well documented. And boy, I tell you, it's tough, man. I pray that we don't lose anybody else. The artist, the greatest fight from Tribe Called Quest. I mean, it's been a rough year. Very,
1: yeah? very,
0: very, you know, strong, brothers, homeboy from Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know, hey. Keep yourself healthy, folks. You know, that's so all I
1: gotta say. See you then. Health advice important. from Laker Quick, folks. Well, glad to have you, man. Uh enjoy your night and we'll catch you soon. Absolutely. All right, y'all. All right, Later. peace. Always a nice perspective from Laker Quick. Always a nice perspective from Laker Quick. It's uh enjoyable to hear somebody I never personally got to meet the champ, but I actually right. I know uh, you know Josh's brother. Uh, worked over at the Saks Fifth Avenue for a while, and he came in to buy a pair of shoes, and he he did a magic trick for him <laughs> where he levitated. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he was quite the musician in his uh, in his last twenty years of his life. Well, I want to talk about one last thing in the ozone, and uh, speaking of a spillover and that is about the Denver Broncos' defensive uh, cornerback, Akib Talib, was shot out in Dallas. And let me tell you, everything about the situation is murky and, like, confusing. I don't know what was going on out there. I just remember the brother being a great corner, but also being completely out of control in the Super Bowl, like, to the point where I thought he should have been ejected from the game. Right. He could have seriously hurt someone. He could have seriously hurt those guys. And uh, now they're talking about he told the police everything was a blur. I was too drunk to remember what happened. Some gunshots went off. He's even talking about they're even speculating now he might have shot himself and cheddar bobbed (laughs) himself up. I don't. Uh, I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on. You know, it's such a bad thing. We see this every year. At least, at least one professional athlete gets shot or caught up in something at the club, and <clears throat> and yet, we, you know, we continue to frequent the club. Well, what I don't understand about these guys is that they make so much money. Why don't they just hire a bodyguard or security service? Why? Because you're tough. Yeah. That's why, because you're the tough guy. And the tough guy shot himself in the leg. Perhaps. We don't know that. Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, you keep walking around with guns and everything. You don't have to do that. You have money. So spend it. You're trying to save a couple of bucks and you end up losing more than that. Sure do. All right, folks. This has been a very interesting and positive edition of The Ozone. I want to leave you with a quote from Muhammad Ali. And it is, I sure wish everyone would love each other as much as they love me. The world would be a better place. But that's all right. Ozone, folks. We'll see you soon. Later.